This week's episode of Inquisitive features an album that does include some explicit lyrics, so there may be parts of the music this week where you may hear things that you might otherwise not want to hear or may not want people around you to hear, and I want to keep the songs intact and also the discussion about them as well. So it's just something worth noting before we get into this week's episode. This episode is also brought to you by lynda.com, Field Notes and Cards Against Humanity. My name is Serenity Caldwell, and my favorite album is All Day by Girl Talk. Hit me! Generals gathered in their masses. Get out the way! Just like witches at Black Masses. Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! So this album's really different to everything else that we've had so far, and I think it's because um, it's a mashup album, and a mashup album is just everything. And that's what I really like about this, is instead of just picking one artist, you have a ton of different ones all mashed into one. Yes. Um, it's a... Uh... It's very funny. I'm ba- I basically was like, I can't decide which album I'm going to pick. So you know what? I'm going to pick an album that has all of the artists. <laughs> all the great songs. All of the things I like. <laughs> yeah. By a really, really fantastic uh, artist on top of that. It's one person, but it covers a whole range of genres and can really kind of appeal to a lot of different types of people, I think. Yeah, it's one person. So I, I actually, going into this, I, I got to preface this with, I love music. I have grown up around music my entire life, but I am not a music snob, <laughs> which is to say I'm not I'm not the person who's like obsessing over the latest album or anything like that. I just I, I really love listening to a lot of different things, um, including R&B, including rap, including uh, old school, old school hip hop and uh, and classic rock and indie music. And uh, Girl Talk was actually something I've sort of stumbled across in college uh, where a friend of mine had a couple different tracks from, I think, Night Ripper. And he was trying to get me to listen to more rap music. And I was kind of, I, I was a little iffy on new rap music. I was kind of like, eh, you know, I, I like I like some, the early 90s stuff, but the more recent stuff just doesn't jive with me. And he's like, okay, I've got a way for you to listen to rap music that you'll enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> that you'll enjoy. Where it's not like too over the top, and he—it's <laughs> like a Trojan horse, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. He's like, you don't like listening to four minutes of this? How about twenty seconds? Can you handle twenty seconds? And I'm like, yeah, I can probably handle twenty seconds. <laughs> the majority of albums that have been picked in this series have actually been concept albums. So they're albums that have been created with their essence to be played back to front, and they have a consistent theme like that that the artist has made. But what's different about this album is that it was created as a thing where, like, this this artist, uh, Girl Talk, didn't create the music itself. Like, he just put it together into a way that, that felt good to him, and it was music from all other kinds of people, and it makes it very different in that way, I think. Well, it's fab- It's it's fascinating from the concept of an album, right? Because I, I think about this, and this is one of the reasons why sort of this album floated to the top when you first asked me about, about doing the show, uh, when I think about albums in their purest forms, I think about, you know, the artist crafting something for you to listen to from track one to track 12. And that doesn't always happen. There are definitely, you know, there are albums by artists where it's clear it's like, all right, how do I fill up a bunch of singles and then throw in some intermediary stuff just so I have a complete, th- a complete thing, a complete listenable object 
Uh, but for others, I really do feel like it's an artistic choice, which, which song goes where, how, you know, how is the tempo going from one song going to affect the way that the listener is feeling going into the next song and thinking about, you know, the conversation that you and Federico had about Oasis and all of that. And I, I, I feel like, you know, that's a great example from a single band that, that does that, that does that big, beautiful arc. Um, and, all day is kind of the purest encapsulation of that of that belief in the like yes this is not only crafted track by track this is actually crafted operatic you know operetta style to be listened to from second one all the way to what second or I don't I, I it's, I'm not going to calculate this in seconds it's it's seventy eight minutes seventy one minutes something like that um, in total of of pure unadulterated mashup glory. <laughs> Um, but it it's interesting because the you know um, so Greg Gillis who is the the face behind Girl Talk and if you look him up on Wikipedia it's actually I, I wish I didn't know what he looks like because it's very funny. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, the the Wikipedia the Wikipedia picture of him is totally at the same time exactly what I pictured and not what I pictured at all if that's even possible. But what I find so interesting about the about all day is that it's crafted to be, as I said, listening to from minute one to the end. Uh, but at the same time, even though you know, Girl Talk says, "Oh, I'm I'm just splitting these into tracks just for purposes of navigation more than anything else." The, each track does have sort of their own theme and their own sort of miniature miniature arc. Which I, which I thought was really cool, especially when the original pitch of this project was just like, nope, all the way through. But it does, like, like an opera, like classical music. And I do, th- I, I do think of mashup music as sort of taking certain bits and pieces from, from classical music because they really do have to think about tempos and rises and falls and sort of how you're going to build uh, a mosaic out of these tiny little fragments of songs. So... I mean, all of this is backed up from something I find quite interesting, is that this album is available for free. Yeah, and all of Girl Talk's albums are available for free. Um, even, I mean, some of them are on subscription services, which is kind of awesome, but they're also all on Illegal Art, which is his, you know, just open domain where anybody can download his stuff. There's, you know, there's donate button for server costs, but it's it's all out there. It's all, it's available for you to listen to and technically available for people to sample on top of the samples, which I find fascinating and mind blowing. Okay, Ren, let me just take a quick break here before we carry on with today's episode to thank our friends over at lynda.com, the online learning platform of over 3000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. You can grab yourself a free 10-day trial by visiting lynda.com slash inquisitive. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash inquisitive. Lynda.com is for problem solvers. It's for people that are curious. You want to make things happen. Maybe you want to learn how to develop an Android app, learn Excel, make an iPhone app, learn Xcode, learn how to negotiate in business, build a website, boost your Photoshop skills, or many, many, many more topics. You can go to yourself at lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com, and feed your curious mind. We're talking about music a lot. We are talking about music on this whole series, and with lynda.com, you can even learn how to do that. You can learn some instrument stuff. You can learn how to use programs like GarageBand. You can learn how to use Logic as well to help you make music with your computer. 
teachers. You're able to watch and learn from top experts who are super passionate about teaching. You can stream thousands of video courses on demand, allowing you to learn your at your own schedule and at your own pace as well. Learn.com courses are also structured so you can watch them from start to finish or you can dip in and consume them in bite-sized pieces in any order that you want. You can browse each course's transcript so you can follow along as you're being taught or you can even search for an answer with their search box and skip to that point in the video in case you need a refresher later on. You can even watch and download courses to your Android or iOS device and you can also save playlists and you can share with your friends as well so you can watch videos in whatever order you want. Your Lynda.com membership will give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics, all for one flat rate. Whether you're looking to become an industry expert, you're passionate about a hobby, or you just want to learn something new, I implore you to visit Lynda.com, that's L-Y-N-D-A.com slash inquisitive, and sign up yourself for a free 10-day trial. Thank you so much to Lynda.com for supporting this show and Relay FM. Do you remember like where you were when you first heard this album specifically? I was trying to think about that, actually, um, because I couldn't remember when it had come out. I, um, I, I do remember my first, I remember my first reaction to the initial couple of seconds, um, because you, you get the, the start of Girl Talk, you get the, the beautiful, like, da-dun of War Pigs, um, and it's just, it, it set sort of you know, when you when you listen to a really good song, when you listen to someone performing live, and it just sends chills down your spine, and you're just you're it's like you're strapped into a roller coaster, and you're like, yeah, this is gonna be great, this is gonna be fabulous, and you just hear those first two chords of War Pigs, um, followed by "Move, bitch, get out the way," which is not a song that I would ever listen to in its normal context, and yet in the opening track of Girl Talk, it works perfectly. It's such a fantastic open. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love, like, you want to talk about a, an album. Sometimes I won't off, you know, I, I have specific times when I'll listen to the whole album from start to finish. But that first track, that first track is, is so useful in so many situations. I'm, like, cracking down before a keynote or driving on the highway or, like, getting ready for a roller derby game. It's just that it just gets you so pumped and so excited and like ready for action and and it, it gets the album ready for action. It's it's so neat. So is that your your? Do you tend to just listen to this album for like a purpose? Do you listen to it like this? Sounds like a crazy word. Recreationally, do you listen to it? It's like oh, I'll just put that on, or is it like I need to do this? I'm putting on this album. I'm putting on all day. Yeah, I definitely think it's more it's more purpose driven of an album than some of the other things that I listen to. Uh, I do I I do like I I'm lazy in the car sometimes where I'll just put on the like I'll put on full shuffle and so I'll get in individual girl talk songs that'll occasionally pop up on shuffle. But honestly, I either have to be in a mood to listen to girl talk or not in a, like, or, or not in that mood, or I'll listen to 10 seconds of the song and skip it over. Um, I feel like there, there are definitely, there are definitely girl talk moments. There are definitely times when I sit down in my front of my computer, I'm like, all right, I got to get stuff done. Time to listen to all day time to, to really like crank on, crank on the thinking cups and just like the thinking, the thinking cap. There we go. And, uh, and just go for it. Just, just dive straight into the material. And I don't know why, like 
Girl Talk, Girl Talks All Day is is such an intricate album in terms of the the sheer amount of mashups that are hidden inside it. I, I again, I did some obsessive googling before before um, the show before we recorded the show because I was kind of curious. And there's a uh, there's a website that actually did an infographic that breaks out every single sample in every single track oh, and shows you how long it was recorded for in each separate second, which was fascinating. I'm like, I didn't even realize that song was in here. Huh. <laughs> Makes you want to go back. But um, but yeah, I, I definitely I feel like it's definitely a kind of like, all right. Time, time to, time to get stuff done. Time to go into the zone. Album. When I uh, was listening to it today, I was doing some stuff around the house, and I was packing uh, to go on a trip, and I definitely packed faster because I was listening to this album. I, I was in the zone, <laughs> you know. Oh, totally. Yeah, it gets it gets you amped in a in a way that I feel like there there are some albums that other albums I'll listen to. Um, I used to have ACDC's greatest hits, and that was my that was kind of my go to for that uh, that sort of mentality before this uh, before I sort of got this and 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 girl talks and I keep on I keep on introducing it as girl talks all day and not just all day. I feel like it, it's one in the same. Like it's it has to be as part of a whole. But yeah, uh, it it definitely gets in your blood a little bit, especially when you're when you're listening to it actively, uh, when you're not writing, when you're driving, for instance. Um, it's sort of a related tangent. I uh, I saw. Have you seen Mad Max Fury Road? Not yet. No. Okay, you should. Yeah, I it's know. great. Um, but when I was driving back from Fury Road, I instinctively bought the soundtrack. The soundtrack isn't fabulous. It's just it's the right the right thing for that movie. It's just scored in exactly the right way, and it hits all of the right notes that it needs to. Uh, and you put on that soundtrack, and you're instantly in a different world. You're in, like you you hear the initial like clang clang of of that soundtrack, and you're totally in the Mad Max world, which is a side note, is very dangerous for driving. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you just want to be a, a, I'm like a, a badass in my tiny little Prius, but, uh, but all day is the same thing for me where it's, where you are instantly transported into a different kind of world, um, that makes you work, maybe work a little bit faster, work a little bit harder, um, feel a little bit cooler even, that sounds so dumb and dorky, but it kind of, you know, you just, it, I feel less guilty listening to rap music when I listen to girl talk. <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying about feeling cooler. Yeah. <laughs> there is, you listen to this album and it's like, I am really cool now because I know and enjoy this music. I completely understand <laughs> what you're saying and I can't put it into any more words than that. But when I put this on and I'm at home, I feel like, a million dollars like it, this this is something about this album which makes me feel really good oh yeah it just it makes you smile and there's something you know what like i would never i there is no reason why i would know the lyrics to move get out the way mm-hmm. if not for all day but i like all of the section of like i i know so many rap lyrics as a result of of girl talk and i would feel so weird about singing along to those in their original form 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put on move get out the way on the highway and like sing along to it and and look like a crazy person uh, in my car but I'll do it for all day like I'll totally rock on I like I know the entirety of I don't know actually what the song's called it's like 90s R&B it's like I wish I could get with Leoshi cuz yo <laughs> it's like I know all of that I shouldn't know all of that um but it but it feels totally natural in the context of of all day to just be like, yeah, I can mouth along and sing along these words while I'm like cleaning the floor or or rocking out writing is is silly, but yeah, some such such delight in this album, such fun. I also really like uh, feed the animals. Um, yes, but that one is much more uh, rap and R and B focused, where all day has some rock undertones to it as well. Which fits a little bit more with my own personal music tastes, which is another reason I really like it. But with Feed the Animals, there's like big chunks of like Jay Z songs. And I Mm -hmm. only know those chunks of those Jay Z songs for that reason, because I know them from this album. So, like, if I hear them, like, I can hear this song, and all of a sudden, like, if I hear the original, I'm like, oh, hang on a minute, I know this first. Why do I know this? It's like, oh, girl talk, (laughs) that's why. Girl talk. Yeah, it's actually funny that you mentioned Feed the Animals because in preparation for our our podcast, that's the one Girl Talk album that I'd never listened to. And partially I, I went looking for Girl Talk albums because I was curious. I'm like, has has he released anything since all day? And the answer is yes, but it's not under Girl Talk. It's uh it's a collaboration with Freeway, which is again much more rap and much less mashup. Um, but I had never heard Feed the Animals. It has somehow like slipped out of slipped in between Night Ripper and All Day as, as the album that I never saw um, or never heard. And so I listened to it for the first time last weekend. And I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, there are there are bits and pieces of this that really feel like find, you know, uh, Greg Gillis finding his way into what would eventually become All Day. And there's, you know, there's some some songs on Feed the Animals that I can just kind of skip past and then i think the first song um that really i was like oh here it is here's the greg gillis that i love on all day is is still here which is i think the third track on feed the animals um and it starts out rappy and then you get a little bit of a sped up version of the band's um uh i think it's the weight and the band is one of my all-time favorite classic rock groups like absolutely all-time favorites um, and just hearing that little bit and then mixing it in and then having it build, I was like, oh yeah, okay, okay, I'm on board, Girl Talk, this is great. And then, you know, you get the other songs and it tapers off a little bit, but that that was like the encapsulation of where I think he he started experimenting more, you know, oh, classic rock and rap and classic R&B really mix well together. Who'd have thunk? And I guess the answer is today, everybody thunk because there are tons of pop artists that are using, you know, R&B over their tracks or trying to mix in older rock and roll styles with newer rap stuff. It's just it's it's so funny to to see that, like, I don't know if I'd call him necessarily a pioneer because obviously, he's, you know, mashup is is a very different kind of art than writing your original songs, but it's still it's still interesting to see, you know, he was making making these mashups and making these decisions all the way back in 2006. And now in 2015, people are like, oh, yeah, that's that's totally, you know, mixing those two styles of music. Why wouldn't you? If you don't, you're silly. Do you like other 
uh, mashup artists. Do you have any anything else in this style that you listen to? Or is this album a bit of an outlier? No, it is a bit of an outlier. And I... <sighs> I don't know what makes up a good mashup artist outside of personal taste. I'm, you know, I, I really enjoy good mashup uh, artists, but beyond like beyond me being able to say this is good because I like the styles that it mixes and this is bad because it sounds like a cacophony of noise and not like an actual song. I don't have a specific specific lines to, to match up with good versus bad. So I feel like I could listen to more mashup artists and and enjoy it. But again, it would be for very specific circumstances. And I'd need recommendations. Like I'd need I'd need friends to be like, oh, you like all day? Definitely try this. That's actually kind of one of the bummers about all day not being available. Um, Some of the his some of Girl Talk's older stuff is on beats and on a couple of the other Mm -hmm. subscription services. But there's no one on beats that's like. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and uh, make a playlist of mashup artists because when it comes to subscription services, most most of those executives are a little wary of mashups, I think. I mean, there's a whole host of copyright blah, blah, blah that we could get into about all day as well as about Girl Talk's other stuff. Um, I'm kind of firmly on the side of if you're using samples to create something new, you're creating something new and it's not, you know, unless you're, unless you're encapsulating half of the song into your sample, it's still under fair use. It's under remix, but there are people who do not believe that there are people who are very much like one second of my music is used. Um, I must get paid for it. My favorite part of the fair use kind of guidelines, which is the one that helps the most, but I think most people, tend to try and gloss over it when they're trying to win is that basically one of the ideas is if you listen to or see or hear or whatever this piece that is taken will it stop you from wanting to listen to the original do you get the same amount out of it like and mm-hmm. well if you're listening to like 10 seconds of a track inside of a four minute track well no i mean it's not like oh i've had those 10 seconds and now i'm totally I'm satiated fine. now yeah, yeah that's it i don't need it anymore <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, that's a great guideline, I think. And I also, I also feel like credit is a lot more important than like, I would almost rather see what artists went into making a mashup over something like the I'm going to pay an artist $50,000 to use their hook as the background of my R&B song. But you're never going to hear about who that artist was. You're only going to be able to make subtle connections when you're like hey these two songs sound very similar yeah i know this from somewhere yeah (laughs) Yeah. why do i know this and then it just eats at your brain no i'd rather you know if someone's inspired by music i i I really like the idea of just being able to say flat out oh yeah this is totally inspired on the band or this is you know i you know i i built in this riff from this because i think that they're brilliant and this works perfectly with what i'm trying to do i think that's more interesting sourcing maybe that's maybe that's just just the like american history nerd and journalist inside of me but you know sourcing but mm-hmm. they can't you can't source because if you source these days then you're liable for you know people people get scared and like oh you must pay for it you must pay for this 10 second clip that you're borrowing 
Okay, let me just take a quick break and then we'll try and start talking about favorite tracks on this album. Today's show is brought to you by Field Notes. Many people know that I love pens. I'm a big fan of pens, but I only love one type of paper. There's only one type of paper that I use and that's Field Notes. That's the stuff that I use every day. Field Notes notebooks are awesome. You can keep them in your bag, your pocket, your car. You can keep them everywhere. They're really great in size like pocket notebooks and they have fantastic designs. They're made with great products and I love them for that. I am a subscriber to Field Notes. I am a Colors Edition subscriber, which means that every quarter Field Notes will send me their new limited edition notebooks. They always have new inventive, great-looking, fantastically made notebooks all with these brilliant themes. This edition for the summer, the most recent, is called the Workshop Companion Edition. It features a set of six books that are in a custom sleeve of a set of stickers. Each book is themed to a common project to be done around the house, like electrical work, plumbing, painting, gardening, automotive, and woodworking. And if you're a subscriber, you'll also get a workshop reminder magnet as well as the stickers as well and on top of the notebooks in this great sleeve. I have a set and I love them. The paper is fantastic. It's just really nice thick stuff that works great of everything that I've used so far. Field Notes are just really, really great and you can find out more about the workshop edition at fieldnotesbrand.com slash workshop. If you buy a year-long color subscription starting with the workshop companion and use the code RELAY, you'll get three carpet pencils and a three-pack of pitch black memo books for free. Even though you should buy a subscription like I do so you never miss a pack you can also buy them on their own too you can buy just single editions the single packs of the workshop companion but you want to hurry because these things sell out super fast and when they're gone they're gone field notes I'm not writing it down to remember it later I'm writing it down to remember it now I think this might be a more difficult question for this album but do you have favorite parts I don't even I guess they are broken down into tracks but can you think of any specific parts of the album that you really enjoy? Yeah, hold on, let me pull up. Let me pull up the track list because that will help me. Because it's it's it is very hard to break it break it open um, to break it down. Luckily, you do listen to it with a track list because if you listen yes. to just the entire thing, then we're stuck here, you know. <laughs> yeah, if I, listening to it all through, and then I just. Yeah, then I just start quoting random, random. <laughs> that bit, I like that one bit right there. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, um, the the middle of all day. I mean, I love the the opening. The opening of Ono oh is just so strong, as we were talking before. But I think where it really sort of gets me and it hooks me and it makes me continue and want to listen to it all the way through is uh, what's broken up into track four, which is Jump on Stage, um, which is. A mashup between the aforementioned uh, '90s R&B, um, and then as as Jump on Stage turns into this is the remix, you get a little a little bit of more of a bounce, a little bit. It's it's kind of the upbeat like happy party portion of the album. Which I really like, and it has some slower mixes and some some higher, high octane moments. But I really, I really love kind of the arc that the that the middle builds. Um, and also, I mean, I sent you, uh, I sent you Girl Walk, which is uh, yeah. someone someone um, made a seventy one minute music video slash independent film that's no words and not you know it's silent using only all day as a soundtrack and it's basically the story of a 
of a dance student going out and exploring New York City. I watched it once when I was very, when I was ill and just couldn't move. And you can, like, when you, when you pair it with the narrative story, you suddenly hear and see the narrative story inherent in the, in the music. It becomes almost like a musical, like an opera, which is just, I don't know, it's fascinating. So that's a long-winded version, answer to your question. But um, I, you know, I, it's hard again, with this kind of an album to split out everything. But the, that middle joyous, like, dancing, the world is happy, you know, we're just, you know, we may have our problems, but we're just going for it, and we're just going to have a good time. Uh, that, that really sticks with me. That's what I really love about this album, and that that there are surprises, and yes, <laughs> there are surprises after the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth time you've listened to this, because every now and then it's like, oh, hang on a minute, and you just pick out this one little part, which I love. I love that that because there isn't uh, there aren't there isn't a lot of music where you can get that where you can be listening to it after like ten times and then hear something completely different that you've never heard before. Because you're just so yeah, there's there's so much in there. There's so much in. Like I'm looking at the I'm looking at this breakthrough and scanning through sort of that White Zombies Thunder Kiss sixty five. Did not know that was in there. That's only there for like fifteen seconds. Um the fact that Aphex Twins window liquor is combined with Soldier Boy. Yep. And a couple other different things. It's just it's I or Depeche Mode, the fact that just get just can't get enough is it it's its hook is repeated during Pitbull's like Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. <laughs> like such a ridiculous song. Yep. Such a ridiculous song, and yet it works so well. You know, just can't get enough. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's so good. I just want to sing all of it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it now. It's like just coming back to me. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, right? When you like, you start combining or you start saying a couple of these things or seeing song titles and then entire sections of the song like just pop in your head, right? It is. It takes a brain that is so different to mine to be able to create something like this like the fact that there are just like these layers and layers like i'm gonna put five seconds of one song in here and then you know 20 seconds of this song overlaid of two or four seconds of this song like that that kind of mind is so fascinating to me the type of person that could envision that oh and unspeakably so it i yeah i can't i can't articulate precisely what what amazes me so much about that um other than so my 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 parents are both musicians and I grew up classic like with a complete understanding of classical music and for me modern day mix music feels a lot like old school composing for an orchestra 
um, which is a, a weird, I guess, a weird comparison. But but hear me out in terms of, you know, with modern day, we're usually working with four or five instruments, and they all mostly sound the same in in pop music or in modern pop or rap. We've got you know our drums, we've got our guitar, our bass. Occasionally, people will throw it, you know, do something special and throw in a ukulele or maybe a cello. Um, but you've got, you know, a fairly limited set of instruments to work with. Whereas when you're composing for, you know, an orchestra, you might be composing for 40, 80 seats, um, tons of different instruments, uh, you know, woodwinds and strings and and horns and just completely different sounds. And the, the, the great composers of those eras were able to take what should be contrasting strange sounds and build them together to form this beautiful piece of music. And to me, that kind of, I, I feel like you must have to have a similar brain to build mixed music. It's a, it, it, again, very, very different, uh, very different style, but I think the essence of the craft is the same, where you're, instead of, you know, putting horns next to cellos with a, you know, uh, Tiffany's and, and piano, you're putting rap music together and building in a little bit of Tiny Dancer and Bussa Move and, and God knows what else. I don't know, it's, it's interesting to me. Do you always listen in order? Like, do you go start to finish? Do you ever listen to just parts of it? Do you listen to it on shuffle? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll occasionally, I think as, as I said before, I'll occasionally listen to them on shuffle when they pop up. Um, but it's very jarring. And most of the time <laughs> yeah. when it pops up on shuffle, I skip it. I can imagine this is never what you want at that time. No. Yeah. And it's so, unless it's a specific break point in the album, so either right at the start or um, I think, I can't remember what the um, flavor in you or something. Like that's the, that's the, that's the like songs that can kind of start from nothing. But there are other songs that just start in the middle of a track and you're you're just blown away you're like wait what i was i was just listening to death cab and now i'm listening to rappers is that is a brand new flavor in your ear right that's yeah brand brand new flavor in your ear that's that's right um i'm very aware of the fact that we sound uh incredibly nerdy right now and i love that (laughs) you know like we're we're attempting to rap and i think it's just fantastic It's, yeah, exactly. I'm not. Uh, yeah, that's that's the hilarious thing about all day. Also, I think that a lot, a lot of people who don't traditionally listen to rap or R and B music, or even pop music, I think like all day. Yeah. Um, and that it's it's really special to me that I can play a song from all day, and people who have never heard mu- mixed music before and who aren't even huge rap music fans. We'll hear like a bit of Busta move and be like, "Hey, I know that song. Yeah. This is really cool. Is this a remix?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about Girl Talk." But yeah, I I find it very hard to listen to these songs independently unless they're very specific songs from the album or very specific pieces. Um, and I can't even name those off the top of my head, which just shows you how how much they kind of blend together and. Um, there are some, you know, there are some artists where 
no matter what the t- like you can listen to the entire album and then all of the album's track names float together cuz they the artist all sounds the same it's like one big one big sound blob with girl talk it's not that the songs sound the same it's that they're so wildly different and there's so much in them that i never pay attention to what the name of the track is <laughs> so it's like oh yeah that that song that talks about basketball that's that's the song that I like. And it took me until I think last week to figure out that that was Jump On Stage. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's this is this is a, this is an album that's hard to to listen to out of turn. In general, with your music tastes and the way that you listen to music, are you a lyrics person or a music person? Oh, hard question. Um my library is equally divided between all classical music and all rock and roll indie hip hop. So it really depends on the mood that I'm in. Usually I want to say I'm a lyrics person. Um, I really, I love good, well-crafted song lyrics. I was blessed slash cursed with the unfortunate ability to memorize songs very, very quickly. So I try and listen to songs that have good lyrics because I don't want my three in the morning earworm to be something that's just like, pop it in the head, pop it in the head. <laughs> I don't even think that's a real rap song, but I feel, you know, like you you want you want to be able to... When, whenever you have the radio station that's playing back in your head, maybe it's just me that has that. But I feel like that's pretty common where, you know, you get little snippets that just play over and over. You, you want good, good lyrics to think about. Also with the writing. You want good lyrics to be in your head so that you don't accidentally filter random stuff out on the, the page while you're writing something. But I also have a deep appreciation for musical movements and that's usually when I will listen to soundtracks um and I can you know like like lyrics I can get movements stuck in my head and I can tell you oh well I can you know the exact notes of all of 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 this particular section or this refrain or this interlude I can you know pinpoint uh so I think it really depends for girl talk I want to say it's mostly a lyrics thing um, lyrics and beats even more than straight music. Cause I can think about when I, when I close my eyes and when I try and pull a girl talk song into my head, um, or just a snippet of girl talk, it's always the, it's the, the clash of whatever beat is introducing the song and then the lyrics and they, they kind of flow together. Maybe that's why I love this album so much is that it's the perfect encapsulation of like my love of lyrics and my love of moving and, and um, interwoven music. Do you sing? Do you tend to be much of a singer? <laughs> I do. Yeah. That, I think that that is a lyrics person thing because I can't help but sing. And, and like you, I seem to be able to memorize lyrics quite quickly. And I think those two things go hand in hand. Oh, I'm sure. I feel like that's kind of one of the reasons I suspect that lyrics people are able to memorize lyrics as quickly as they do is that we're constantly, we're, we're saying them out loud. We want something <laughs> to, we want something to sing along with and especially in the car. And this is definitely a good car album. You know, you want, 
if it's late at night or if you're, you know, if you, if you're trying to not be distracted by the road, you want, or from the road, you want a song that you can just sing at the top of your lungs that you're like, yeah, this will keep me awake. And also I can be totally focused because I know these lyrics like the back of my hand. <laughs> do, you, do you try and uh, play this for other people? Do you recommend this album to people? Oh boy. I I don't know if I've actively recommended this album uh, since college, <laughs> uh, but I um but I definitely try it. I it's definitely my um when when I was dating new people, I that was always my test where I would I would sneak it on during like a car ride and see the reaction and just be like, "All right, is this person going to roll with this? Do they know girl talk?" Like it's like the subtle the subtle judging. Not the like you don't have to love you don't have to love my taste in music, but do you understand why I'm playing? <laughs> <laughs> Do do you get it? No, that uh, yeah, I, I, it is a hard album to recommend to people because usually when people are like, "I need new music to listen to," you're not like, "Oh, let me recommend to you this great mix yeah. artist who hasn't made an album in five years." <laughs> Just before we finish up today, I want to take a moment to thank our friends over at Cards Against Humanity for supporting this week's episode of Inquisitive. As you know by now, if you've been listening to previous episodes. Cards Against Humanity's favorite thing is to play a few seconds of a 90s pop song and stop them abruptly, like this. My thanks to Cards Against Humanity for sponsoring this week's episode and for getting that song stuck in my head. And my final my final question for you. Uh, are you proud of this album choice? <laughs> it's an interesting choice. I think it's a great one, but it's weird. And it's like, you know, it's not an all-time hit. This is never going to be on the Rolling Stone Top 100. Like No. So, you know, you are now proclaiming it in front of an audience of people and saying, this is the one from me. Like, yeah. is this something that you're proud of or is it one that you just can't help but shake so you had to pick it? I think it's a little bit of both, but mostly the fact that I think that this album is a really interesting one to talk about and evidenced by the fact that we've been able to to spin on and on about it. Um, I think it's really unique in terms of albums that have come out in the last couple decades and also being conversation pieces. I remember when all Ta- when all day first came out, n- people couldn't stop like that was that was early Twitter, you know, that was 2010. So Twitter had just started to sort of take off along the mainstream, but it was still mostly nerdy people and their friends. And all day was I feel like all anybody could talk about for three or four days. Look at Girl Talk. Girl Talk just dropped an album out of nowhere. And and it's crazy. And it's 71 minutes. And it's all of these people. And I don't even know what to think about this. And, you know, far before Beyonce was dropping albums out of nowhere on iTunes, that's that's what I think about is, is Girl Talk kind of being like, bam, album, mm-hmm. peace out. I won't talk to you guys for a little bit. <laughs> and the fact that it's free, I don't know. I... I am really proud of this this album and this sort of its place in my top albums list, um, in part because it is so different than all of the other, you know, the other albums that I have on my sort of, if I, you know, the, the short list that I gave you that I was considering, they're all, they're all great albums, but they're all pretty traditional um, in terms of, you know, they're either the first or second album from a band 
Um, most of them are pretty well known with the exception of, I think, Dirty Mittens, who no one knows. And that was more of a like, everybody should know about this band that only existed for two years, but made an incredible album. But with with Girl Talk and with All Day, I don't know. I, I feel like from an you know, from a nerdy perspective, from a nerdy audience, the people who haven't listened to Girl Talk or haven't heard this album yet really need to. It is an album that I feel like everybody needs to listen to once, even if you don't like when I started, even if you don't like rap music and you're not a huge pop music fan. There's just something so massively impressive and accomplished about this. As going back to, you know, talking about composers, it feels a little bit like Mozart's Requiem in a way. Which is a again, I'm probably gonna be crucified by the by the classical purists being like, How dare you compare this you know, this mix artist with one of the with best this composers? Masterwork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I mean it really, you know, if we talk about modern masterworks, like and and unfortunately I really do feel like, you know, the recognition of, of modern composers, we, we don't think about a lot about mo- wonderful modern classical composers. But Girl Talk, I feel like, is a wonderful modern uh, pop composer. He really is a composer. Like, despite the fact that he's using other people's other people's songs, he's transmogrifying them into something new and unheard of and strange and glorious. And that's what I what I really, really love about his style and this album. And I'm kind of like his his newest collaboration with freeway is pretty good i listened to a couple of the the songs last week but it's i don't know i just there's all day despite being similar to his previous albums it just it stands alone it's a it's a very unique piece of music in a unique time period uh and i i just i want people to listen to it i want people to or maybe if you haven't listened to it since 2010 remember what exactly made it special and and why it hooked you in the first place also i want people to watch girl walk which is available for free on youtube because that is again a silent film uh scored it's basically a giant music video but it's such a fun wonderful way to spend 70 minutes of your time 